When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. Well, 96 players descended on London for the World Darts Championship and now just eight players remain. Ben Francis here and you're listening to an At The Oki podcast special as we discuss all things World Darts Championship. Eight players now remain. After New Year's, beginning of 2023, we will have the quarterfinals starting January 2nd. Eight players left. And three of those are through to the quarterfinals for the first time. How exciting is that Chris Dobie, who has fallen at the last 16 stage four times, well, he's finally got the monkey off his back. Gabrielle Clements is the first German to reach the last eight. And Johnny Clayton, quite a big surprise. He's actually never been to the quarterfinal stage before, but he has made it for the first time. So very exciting stuff, those games, January 2nd, New Zealand time. But... The big talking point from the round of 16 games, which concluded today, Michael Van Gerwen, the title favourite, is safely through to the last eight after a comprehensive 4-1 win over Dutch compatriot Dirk van Dijdenbode. It was a strong performance by MVG, averaging just over 100, and he was also 43% on the doubles, including a magical 120 finish to win the match. That may be the last dart he throws, because Van Gerwen is eyeing up Shanghai on 20s. Treble... Single for double for the match and a place in the last eight. And there it is, Michael Van Gerwen. It has not been a mighty mighty masterclass, but it has still been far too hot for Dirk van Dijvenbouder to handle. It finishes four sets to one, and now Chris Doby will bar the way to the semi-finals. It'll be MBG versus Hollywood in the quarters in the next round. And Dirk van Dijvenbouder bows out on the wrong end of a 4-1 hammering. Of course, Michael Van Gerwen is very confident he is going to win the title, and this is what he had to say after the win. Average, wasn't perfect, but I did really important, I did some really important shots when I had to, and of course I, I knew Dirk wasn't playing well, and he was trying to find a rhythm, he was trying to cool, slow me down, speed up, and it didn't do himself any favour, so then you need to say to yourself, come on Mike, take a step back, relax a bit and try to punish him and that, that's exactly what I did. Of course it wasn't magical but I won. You describe it as average, it was still over a 100 plus average, so that, yeah. that, that shows the standard you're setting yourself, isn't it? Of course, but you always need to uh, be uh, critical to yourself because I think today I, I played okay but I had too many poor legs and then you need to say to yourself, hey, that has to be better and you need to keep aiming to try to be better and that's what you need to keep doing. It's your seventh plus average in a row on TV, your 36th at this tournament. A fantastic record, you must be full of confidence right now. Of course I'm full of confidence and uh, the, 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 in the next round the form is going up, uh, everything is going to be in my favour but you need to stay sharp, you need to keep focus and that's the only thing I can do. 
fantastic support again for yourself inside Alexandra Palace yeah. tonight. You've got an incredible record at this event. Just how special is it to play at this venue? It's amazing, especially with the crowd. They, they've been so nice uh, to me. Uh, I think they've been great. They're really enjoying themselves and they give me energy. And from there on, I think I can produce a, a lot. And I know there's still a lot to fight for, but uh, you need to keep focus, and that's what I'm doing. You've had a fantastic year winning five TV titles, also while contending with an injury problem as well. So how special would it be to cap it off with the fourth World Championship title? We'll be feeling great, but I'm too far away still. I'm only in the quarterfinals so far, and last time I've been in the quarterfinals, I got smashed 5-0 by Dave Chisholm, so I don't want to put myself in the same position. So I need to make sure I keep the next day rest really important for me. Uh, yeah, have some dinner, New Year's Eve, and day after I have to be sharp to make sure I'm going to yeah, do what I like the most and play with good, some good odds. And looking ahead now to the quarterfinals, it's Chris Dobie up next to you. What do you make of Chris and the progress he's made over the last few years? Fantastic. He, he's lovely to play uh, on the tour. He's really nice, but yeah, the first of Jan, New Year's Day, he has to be mine. Simple as that. And the other thing, I, yeah, what can I say? I just have to smash him. Awaiting MVG in the last eight is Chris Dobie, who I mentioned before is through to the quarterfinals for the first time after a hard-fought 4-2 win over Rob Cross. Rob was playing some of the best starts we've seen him play since his run to the world title, but he was no match for Hollywood, who averaged 102, had eight 180s, and a 170 checkout in the match. Of course, Dobie is ecstatic to reach the stage of the tournament for the first time in his career. Got to be the best. Obviously, biggest competition of the year. Um, and probably my best, I think it is my best performance in the World Championship stage, so yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be the best, best performance for me. So many fantastic moments in the game, a terrific standard. The 170 finish in set four, was that the turning point for you? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, obviously, the big fish obviously didn't want to give it too big because Rob himself, numerous times, four or five times, he missed the, the ball for a, a massive checkout, so I was expecting the, um, him to follow it to be fair, but yeah, it's, it's nice, to, nice to get the big one. You've been so consistent on this stage over the last few years, getting to the last 16, four of the last five years, but how special was it to get over that hoodoo and get to the quarters? Yeah, it was a big point, obviously. I've been working hard and it's just finally getting over that hurdle. It's another tick on my list. Um, and now I can just relax and, and enjoy the rest of the competition. And how are those nerves in that, in that final set on the, on the match to heart? A bit edgy? Definitely, you've seen. I never ever go that way for the 115, so I don't know why I went that way. A massive seven, but yeah, match darts. When the crowd's going like that behind it, it it's hard, but hey, I got over it. So the winner of the MVG Chris Doby match will face either Dimitri Vandenberg or Johnny Clayton in the final four. Yesterday, Clayton fought back from 3-2 down to beat Josh Rock 4-3, while today, Dimitri beat his Belgium compatriot, Kim Hybricks, 4-0. Dimitri kicked off the proceedings with a sublime 11-dart leg, which set the tone for a dominant display as he won nine of the last 10 legs. He had an average of 95 6-180s, and this is his third quarterfinals appearance of his career. After the match, he spoke about the growth of the sport in Belgium. You know, I, I don't have to add really much at it because you called exactly what all the pressure was bringing with the game that we had to play. Um, I've managed to do the right things at the right time. Uh, I think I had chances on finishing and I took him and kept him under pressure. At the end of the day, very simple. I never expected to go 
and win this game like I did. But um, I'm very proud, and I think once again I managed to show how mentally strong I am. Because everybody that's in this tournament shows this kind of strength, I think, is in a good place. So I only can take the positives here. The, Bel uh, the popularity of darts in Belgium is soaring at the moment, and we're told around half a million people would have been expected to watch the game wow. back home in Belgium. Do you know what the build-up's been like back home? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely know about the building, uh, the build-up because uh, we've had a campaign going on, especially with the World Cup of Darts. When it comes to Belgiums, we're very proud. We're an incredibly proud um, country, nation. And we've had like all of those posters, all of those hangboards uh, that you can see on the walls, uh, on houses or on the bus stops. Like my face is on there, me and Kim is on there. Even buses themselves, I think they're working together with some company called Dars Travel or something like that. Uh, I don't exactly know the name, but even then they've put like a huge picture on the side of the buses of me and Kim. We're showing as well the heart of darts. Like, that's what it means, heart of darts. That's why I'm doing it all the time again. Like, I'm thinking of um, everybody back home. I'm thinking of all the support. Yeah, it's massive in Belgium. It's honestly incredible. And you know what? I can only say that I think everybody in Belgium that is a pro is enjoying this. Because I had a word with Nathan Espinel when we had the tournament in Belgium. And he said to me, like, what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, we're hearing a lot of stuff on the radio about, like in the cab, I was in the cab from the airport to the hotel and on the radio, we were hearing about the Belgium Darts Championship or Belgium Darts Masters of the European Tour. And he was like, you guys are making this sound like a major, like this is incredible. I'm like, you're not joking, right? He's like, no, this is incredible. And that's exactly what's going on in Belgium. So. Yeah, brilliant. It was either me or Kim, and I'm just chuffed that I'm through, though, into the next round in the quarterfinals. Massive, really massive. So the final four players from the... So the final four players from the bottom section of the draw are Dimitri Vandenberg, Johnny Clayton, Michael Van Gerwen and Chris Dobie. Looking at the top half now, in yesterday, Gerwen Price confirmed his spot in the last eight with an easy win over Jose D'Souza. And he will face a, what I consider to be a quite a surprise in the last eight, Gabrielle Clements. Today, Clements ended the hopes of Alan Suter winning 4-1. As a result, Clements is the first German to reach the quarterfinals of the showpiece tournament. He hit a 93 average, 5-180s, 42% on the doubles, and two ton-plus checkouts, including a 148 and 144. He wants double 18 to stay alive. We should be in another set. But Trussens is in the quarterfinals instead. Gabriel Clemens, the German number one, goes where none of his countrymen have ever gone before into the last eight of the World Championship. Clements was ecstatic to be the first German to reach the stage of the tournament, and he is currently also the lowest seed left in the tournament, as he is 25th in the world. It's amazing. Normally, I'm uh, happy when I can play uh, after Christmas in the Ali Pelli, and now I can play after New Year in the Ali Pelli, and uh, that's uh, a good feeling. Also your first TV ranking call to final. Would you say this is the biggest win of your career so far? Maybe. it's. Uh, of, of course, it's... a. Uh, a big thing for me, and uh, now I'm in the quarterfinals of the world. That's uh, it's good. 
We know all about the popularity of darts in Germany, but we were told 1.3 million people watched your win over Jim Williams on Sport 1. What will this do now for darts in Germany? Will it take it to another level, do you think? Maybe. I, I hope uh, young players, uh, more, more young players uh, go to darts and uh, young people uh, go to darts and uh, play more darts and uh, we have uh, a good, uh, a good um, what is it, uh, juniors in, in darts and uh, more, more people play darts. Now, back on New Year's Day for the quarterfinals against Gerwin Price, the world number one, a former winner here. Just what are your thoughts on playing Gerwin? It should be an incredible game. Yeah, I think he is the favourite. But uh, I, I have uh, three good games on the, on the stage and uh, we see. Uh, I will uh, beat him, I will uh, give him a good game and I will uh, take my chance. You've already beaten a, a former champion here in Peter Wright a couple of years ago. As you mentioned, you're playing really consistently. Do you believe that you can go all the way and win this title? Uh, this was uh, without crowd and uh, that was a uh, completely other, other game. Now with uh, full crowd, it's a complete uh, other alley pally. You've also got a lot of support here from the German fans, so that must really drive you on. Oh, of course, it's uh, amazing. We have uh, so many uh, German in the, in the crowd and uh, they sing the German songs and uh, that's really, really nice. So the winner of that match between Price and Clements will face either Michael Smith or Stephen Bunting. Earlier today, Smith produced a stupendous display to storm through the last eight, averaging over 103 to complete a 4-1 win over Joe Cullen. He also had 10 180s and was at 40% on the doubles. I turned up this World Championships. I know it wasn't my greatest game. I wasn't smashing everything, but I finally turned up and it felt good. You showed glimpses of your best there. I think midway through the third and the fourth set, you won four legs in 47 darts. That's the real Marcus Smith, isn't it? Yeah, of course, and you've got to try to keep telling yourself, just keep it going, but you know, you know you're not going to go nine, uh, sorry, not nine, but 12, 12, 12, 10, 11. You've got to have a bad leg, and it was just trying to tell myself, when you do have one, make sure you win that one as well, just then literally eradicate that leg and go back to what I can do, and I don't think I played my best starts, but I did enough to win, and yeah, just shy of 104, and it felt good. The only real scrappy part of that game was the end of the fourth set, but do you think that that was the most important part, arguably, of the match? Yeah, I think even the first set, uh, you missed three darts at double ten to go 2 0 up. And that could have been a big game changer. Being 1 0 down against John, I knew he was, he was going to be a lot difficult, a lot more difficult than what Martin was in the first game. And I couldn't afford to throw sets away, I couldn't afford to do anything. And I got on, and I think the fourth set was that set I won. We didn't even know throw. I broke him, he broke me, I broke him, he broke me, and I broke him again to win the set. And yeah, and then when you go off stage at 3 1, you think you can't do that again. You just got to do what you're doing, and you've got to step up a lot better now and just make sure you only throw. And if you only throw, you win the match. You're being talked about as one of the main favourites for the title, understandably so, but having won the Grand Slam, do you feel you come into this with less pressure on your shoulders almost? Um, Michael's a red hot favourite, and is always going to be, even if he's had a poor year. I don't mean this year, but even if he had a poor year, he'd still be red out favour. Either there's me, Gez and Michael left, whoever wins, you're world number one, you're the best player in the world, you're favourite. I just want to come in, I just want to play the best players, because it shows where you've come. I don't want my first year, yeah, the first time I've reached the world final, I played John Anderson second round, 
didn't play a seed then until the final, which was Michael. I want to play the best players. I want to beat the best players. And I want to show them the games come. So I just want to keep going now. So Michael Smith will face what will probably be called another St. Helens derby. Stephen Bunting is his next opponent. And Stephen Bunting in the final last 16 game dismantled Luke Humphreys 4-1. Luke seemed to struggle as he was far from the player he's been this year. But Bunting average was just shy of 100. He had three ton plus finishes and he was at 46% on the doubles. Just recapping all those round of 16 results for you at the World Darts Championship, which have confirmed our quarter-finalists, which is really exciting. So Gerwin Price beat Jose D'Souza 4-1. Johnny Clayton beat Josh Rock 4-3. Dimitri Vandenberg beat Belgian compatriot Kim Hybricks 4-0. Gabrielle Clements and Michael Smith 4-1 wins over Alan Souter and Joe Carlton, respectively. Chris Doby beat Rob Cross. Michael Van Gerwen beat Dirk Van Dydenboda. And Stephen Bunting beat Luke Humphreys 4-1. Now, the schedule has been locked in. Of course, this will be on January 2nd, New Zealand time in the afternoon session, overnight session. Dimitri Vandenberg, Johnny Clayton, Michael Smith, Stephen Bunting, and then waking up early in the morning will be Gerwin Price, Gabrielle Clements, and Michael Van Gerwen, Chris Doby. My picks for these, I'm going to go Dimitri, Michael Smith, Gerwin Price, and Michael Van Gerwen. I reckon I'm pretty confident maybe about two of those, possibly three. The only one I have a bit of hesitation about is Dimitri against Johnny Clayton. We will be doing a special podcast to recap those games, so keep listening in as this is the last At The Yockey podcast for 2022. Thank you so much for listening in. It has been great having darts on mainstream radio. We look forward to being back in 2023. Up the darts!